episode just for Patreon, uh, and that's exciting. Uh, and I'm kind of going down a different avenue by doing something that's fictional and a movie. Um, it's a Lifetime movie, everybody. Uh, I thought it would be fun. It's a medium that I enjoy. It's got it all, um, you know, and I am a huge fan of Molly McAleer, who of course has the Lifetime podcast that there is to know Mother May I Sleep With podcast, um, which I listen to religiously, and I am not trying to be her or usurp her at all, only only paying tribute, I guess, to the great idea that she had many, many moons ago. Um, so I got to watch, <laughs> I picked a movie at random, everybody. Um, I mean, I, you know, looked over the cursory details and the descriptions and the photos, the dates, the casts and whatnot, you kind of get an eye for which Lifetime movie is going to give you what, I guess I'll say. I'm not going to say one's better than another because it's, it's a spectrum and also it's Lifetime. It's its own genre. It's its own realm. So I'm not going to sit here and like compare it to like a Fellini film. Um, anyway, huh. Okay. So I chose Party Mom, which was a film that came out in 2018 on Lifetime, March 30th, 30th, 2018 to be exact. Um, one of the things we love about Lifetime is that there are often um, other titles or working titles that we find out about later that aren't the actual title. So the other title for this is Nightmare Moms, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, considering that there is definitely... Party Mom makes sense, because this is definitely... There's one villainous mom. There's, like, a Tweedledee and Tweedledum mom friends, like, Real Housewives of OC type um, caricatures. They don't... They don't... They're of no consequence. And then, of the two mothers that fight, one of them... I mean, she's... To me, she's kind of a nightmare, because, like, of the way it's written... Um, and the way she is so annoying to her daughter, but I mean, in re- in the movie, she's not, she's like the hero or whatnot. So I- I'm not really sure. I-, I guess I can see why they went with, with a different name or maybe they just did it because they didn't want to be compared to bad moms. I have no idea and it doesn't really matter, but it's something to ponder. So the tagline is, um, it's all fun and games until things turn deadly. Shouldn't a mom know better? Director, Michael Pfeiffer. Writer, Michael Pfeiffer. Stars, Krista Allen, Megan Ward, Elise Luthman, and some other people. Uh, Krista Allen is very familiar. I like to call her the woman in Lifetime movies that looks like a cross between Megan Fox and Elizabeth Hurley, both in looks and age. Like, she's sort of like, wait, what? what, what, what? She reminds me of either or, depending on the scene. 
um, which I'm sure I'll mention again because it just kind of comes up. So what I've done is I've really kind of broken this movie up into quadrants. I guess not quadrants because there's six of them. What would you call that? Sextants? Sure. Why not? No one's here. Um, <laughs> and I focused on them in order to kind of do an even coverage of this film so that I'm not expounding upon one thing and glossing over another. It also helps me in note-taking, working on methods for that. And also, it kind of helped me balance out my clips, uh, which I have pre-recorded and shouldn't be grainy. And so I start out from the beginning. So what I'm going to do here is talk you through till the first clip, then I'm going to play the first clip, and then I'm going to talk all about what we heard in that clip, because let's be honest, I, I'm not just trying to tell you what happened in this movie. I'm here to give you my thoughts and commentary and to fill you in on, on what it looks like or, you know, what the tone was if you if you aren't also watching the movie. But I will say this one is on uh, Lifetime Movie Club. It's $3.99 a month. Honestly, like I get it. It's, that's not necessary for everybody and people with kids like I can see you being like I don't need to spend $3.99 a month on this but it, I find it worth it I use it enough and like sometimes I'll just download random lifetime movies and forget about them and then someday I'll have no internet and I'll be like I'll have a break from work and I'll be like eh, I don't want to read I'm kind of tired I wish I could watch something and boom there's a lifetime movie downloaded on my lifetime movie app no they aren't a sponsor but I would love that so maybe that'll happen I don't know um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's just fun. It takes you out of it. Or you can get just like the fucked up shit. Cause that's the thing guys. Sorry. I kind of buried the lead here, but wow, this movie is bonkers. Like it's not, you know, like the world ends or anything, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. And I mean that in a good way. Um, also some really like real feels, some real acting here, which could either be that the actors are really talented or that like there wasn't much of a script and a lot of was ad-libbed. I don't know. We'll get into it. Um, also some strange experimentation with angles, like random POV all of a sudden, uh, which didn't mesh well in my mind. Um, but you know, Michael Pfeiffer, I don't know much about him. Maybe he's a, a film student. I guess I'll look into that. But uh, so it has a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. We can look at some of these reviews and comments later if I have time and slash remember. Um, there's some trivia and like user reviews. <laughs> the review I see here is a 2 out of 10, so that's bad. However, they reference ALF, so maybe not the demographic going that this movie was going for. Just a guess. So let's, yeah, let's talk about how this movie begins. This movie, Party Ma'am, um, begins uh, with a scene of a shooting, like a home invasion shooting. And it's, there's no dialogue in this scene. It's somebody in a black ski mask and black clothing, you know, enters the side, somehow enters like the side gate and of a home, a very wealthy looking or a very rich home, a very big home. Sorry, I can't talk. Mansion. Um, and he's kind of stalking the person inside. When you're watching this, you don't see anybody's face. And it's a shorter clip than we see later of this scene. But essentially, somebody, you know, attractive with long, dark hair comes down the stairs 
is packing and comes down the stairs and then is shot by the intruder point blank. And then it's like back, uh, then, you know, the title card comes up and it says three months earlier. Um, so three months earlier, we see Brittany, a very cute, uh, blonde high schooler. I mean, in the film, um, is getting dropped off in her dad's truck, um, at this, like just these big gates, you don't see a home or anything. You just see these big gates. So it's assumed that it's like a big estate. And we've seen stock footage of Beverly Hills and like wealthy areas of Los Angeles. So you can kind of see where it's going. And then, you know, the Brittany's getting out of the car and the dad's like, I'll wait till you get there. And she's like, I'm fine. And he says, you know, call me if you need anything or should I call you? And she's like, if anything's wrong, I'll call. He's like, okay, you know, and it's fine. I mean, it's kind of normal. It's the way my parents were. Um, and then she presses the buzzer and she's like, hello. And she's, she's pretty charming. She kind of reminds me of Sarah Chalk, uh, Elliot from Scrubs, like her kind of facial, like comedy. Not that her face is funny, but she does, she's funny with the expressions that she makes. Like she's very, she's, she really uses her face, which I do too. Not that I'm saying I'm funny. I'm just like, I'm one of those people that I look wildly, I look wild in a lot of photos that are taken candidly because I just make a lot of expressions when I talk. Twack. Um, but, um, anyway, so does this actress and I enjoy that about her. Um, and she's kind of dorky and funny and silly and pretty, but not in a way where she's like, I'm ugly. I'm a dork. Like she's, it's not that she's just, she seems genuine. I don't know. I enjoyed her. I don't know that I would give this movie two stars, um, just based on that. But I mean, I would give it more not less. So she gets dropped off at the party. And when she presses the buzzer and says, hello, someone's like, are you hot? And she's like, what? Are you hot? And she's like, this is Brittany. It's a, a male voice. And they're like, oh, you're Brittany. Come on in. So the gates open. She goes in and walks up to what looks like the bachelor house, essentially. I mean, if you've ever seen the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelorette, looks like that, you know, big, uh, showy, possibly not in, okay, I'm sorry. The neighbors upstairs love to leave their phones on vibrate on loud tables and then not answer them when they ring. <laughs> That's their kink. So anyway, um, if you heard that, I apologize. Right. So she walks into the house and then I have this, and then I have the clip of course of Brittany meeting Jackie aka Ashley's mom aka party mom um and so I'm gonna play that clip and then we will get back to tacking sorry if I'm like overdoing it with my fake midwestern accent Sometimes it happens when I don't know what to do. And sometimes it happens, you know, it happens for a lot of reasons. But it's kind of here to stay, so I hope you're okay with it. Okay, here's our first clip party scene. Hey, 
You must be Brittany. Oh, yes. Hi, you must be Ashley's mom. It, it's nice to meet you, Mrs. Anderson. Oh, God, don't do that again, please. I'm so sorry. What What did I say? Mrs. Don't call me Mrs. My, my plastic surgeon works way too hard on this face to be called anything but Jackie. Got it? Got it. Yeah. Why don't you come in? Ashley's getting dressed upstairs. She'll be down in a minute. I mean, you really look more like Ashley's sister, to be honest. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, now you're getting it. I think I'm gonna like you. Oh, oh. oh hey, boys. How you doing, Jack? <laughs> Did you see that? They were checking you out. Oh, no, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they are. You know what, you need a drink. Um, what do you want? Do you want soda, uh, tequila, beer, wine, vodka, rum? Uh, soda is great. Soda and vodka, you're my kind of girl. Okay, I'll go get it. Wait. Okay, sorry. I just needed to pause here and talk about what we've already heard so far. So, first of all, the whole plastic surgeon pays too much for my face thing is just so stupid. Uh, it's just, it's very put on. And it sort of makes me feel initially like she's going to be the type of like formidable woman who's hard to impress or hard to win over. But she, but actually, she's quite the opposite. She's a drunk who just wants everybody to, like, kiss her ass, even if she knows that they're just doing it because she's giving them booze. Like, that's where she gets her self-worth. So Jackie is like, ooh, I like you, after Brittany says, oh, you look like her Ashley's sister. You know, she's like, clearly, she's just saying that she's hella uncomfortable. Um, granted, Brittany is cute, and she's giving her this, like, big smile you know like oh I get it which is what I would do too like let's be honest I'm a people pleaser but that plus the fact that she's you know immediately like what can I get you soda booze 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 and she says soda and she's like great soda with booze just like me you know so she's like grooming her I guess you could call it that I mean or she's just trying to make her her friend because she's a sad lonely woman Anyway, it's gross. And then immediately after this, we meet the, I, I don't know what you would call the cougars, the milfs, whatever, the real housewives of this L.A. community that's somewhere in Beverly Hills, over the hill, as they say. I'm not an L.A. person, so don't hate me. I don't know anything. But here's where we meet those characters. <laughs> Jackie, where'd you go? I know, we were right in the middle of our drinking game and I was getting ready to destroy the new kid down the street. Um, I'm sorry, this is this is Brittany. This is one of Ashley's new friends. Um, these are my besties, Rita and Donna. Hi, Rita and Donna. Hi, honey. Hi. Okay, enough with the pleasantries. Let's get back to the party. Okay. Uh, Don't steal anything. <laughs> oh, come on, hey. Did you notice her shoes? I mean, where did she get those big box? Oh my god, Brittany! I didn't know you were gonna make it. You didn't post anything online, so. Yeah, I don't know. What should I post? Um, I don't know, like going to the best party ever at Ashley's place? Girl, you're right. I didn't even think about it. Aw, see, that's what I love about you. You're just like so unaware of everything going on around you. Oh, really? But yeah, no, like it's it's really endearing. So the thing that really obviously bothers me about this Barb is like, this is not Ashley's character at all as we see her ever throughout this film to be rude or condescending. And it just seems in the scene that like she is purposefully being that way. So I don't know if that's meant to misdirect us or if we're just meant to see that later as like, oh, Ashley actually admires Brittany because she's like able to live a happy life without being aware of the social 
garbage of like having to promote yourself on social media constantly and like get validation through that. I, I'm not totally sure. Um, but also just want to say there's some wild random non-accents flying around here just like there are with me I heard some random southern twang oh honey um and then like girl oh she was like I don't know I don't even know what that is but yeah all right guys toast Ooh, not like that Post like you're in an Italian magazine <laughs> <laughs> Tag me. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so, Mom. It's cute. Oh my gosh, do not post that. Why not? If your mom sees that, she'll freak. No, she's gonna love that you're hanging out with awesome people. Mm, I guess you're right. Hey everyone, it's Ashley, live streaming from my awesome school party. This is Britt. Hi, Brittany. She's new to school and she's super hot, so go follow her on her Chatterama account. Oh, I don't have a Chatterama. Uh, yeah, you do. I made it for you a few hours ago and you already have 300 followers. Oh my god. Yep. Honestly, Chatterama was the only reason I really left that part of the clip in because I just love when it's so unnecessary. And I've talked about this with Justine when we talked about a teacher, especially on Coast to Coast Cocktails. It's so unnecessary to come up with fake names. You can just say follow her social media or just show images. But of course, they have to always come up with different names for things that that do exist. Like Chatterama. Couldn't tell you what that's supposed to be. I guess Twitter. Because um, Chatter, Twitter, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's just funny. And it just must be so hard to say with a straight face. But anyway, here comes some drama that never amounts to really anything. Um, I don't know why it's in this film, but you'll hear how, like, insincere Jackie is. Yeah, here we go. What happened? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is he okay? Is he okay? You got his Is he breathing? Rena, Donna! What is going on? Come on. Again? What are you doing? Oh, I'm lying. What are you doing? Do you know how much trouble I could get into? Mommy, you got it. Okay. He's Wait, coming too. Does this Don't mean he's stop. okay? Okay. Okay. You're lucky, Jackie. That boy's father is a lawyer. I know, I know, that's right. He could have taken everything I know. in one fail swoop. I know, I know. It's okay. Hold on. Sweetheart, sweetheart, are you okay? You doing all right? I think you just yeah. had a little bit too much to drink. Right. Why don't you go into one of the guest rooms and just and just lay down a little bit? Everybody, go have some fun! <laughs> I thought you were going to pull the plug on the whole thing. Oh, no, baby, of course not. I'm the party mom, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> So again, here, Ashley seems tickled and thrilled that her mom is the party mom, which again, rapidly changes pretty quickly. But it's kind of her veneer, which I, I can't say is a plot hole because she does express later that, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's kind of a facade. But regardless of that, it's just, it's awful. Like she has no wake up call from this kid almost drowning in her pool. Also, I just want to point out, I know it's lifetime or whatever, but like, the kid's drowning. They pull him out of the water. They give him fake CPR heart. And then he, but that clears his lungs. Like none of it makes sense. CPR is if your heart stops. I'm sure everyone knows that. 
clearing your lungs, you would either like do a choking thing. I mean, you would do CPR, but you have to do mouth to mouth or else you wouldn't be activating the lungs. Whatever. It's just, it's very unrealistic and it, it bothers me. Not like I'm an EMT or some shit, but um, I'm really not. I've never had to do CPR on anybody. I hope I don't have to, but I am trained, but not that that means too much, except that I know that this was fake. Uh, and then she's like, what's happening? Is he okay? And then she's like, come on, honey, you'll be fine. Let's keep partying. And then her dumb tweedledee tweedledum friends are like, her, his father is a lawyer. You could have been in trouble. And it's supposed to be like a precursor or like a foreshadowing, I suppose. But the weird thing is that Jackie seems way more concerned here than when actual disaster strikes. Uh, so I don't know if that's like a continuity thing or just because she's less wasted than she is later or she's just faking giving a shit. Maybe it's all of them. I don't know. Um, complex character or not complex enough and we just give her credit for being complex. You choose. So anyway, yeah, this is definitely a sta- an establishing scene for, for old Jackie. Um, basically, after this, we just see, you know, the kid's not dead. And then the next day, it's morning and... We see Brittany's mom for the first time, who I have like a lot of feelings about. <laughs> but anyway, she is trying to wake Brittany up. She's like, Brittany, if you want me to take you to see your friends, gonna go. And she's trying to wake her up, and like the way she's being, like so persistent. I'm like, oh, oh, maybe Brittany like overdose, like or drink too much, or she's hungover. Like, is that what we're gonna find out? Because his mom seems really worried. It's like, no, she's just a pain in the ass and she won't leave her kid alone, even though it's a summer morning. And then she's like, you tell me to get you up, which is like, okay, that's on Brit. But Brittany's like, I'll take rideshare. It's fine. And it's to go hang out with friends at the mall. Like she needs to be there at 9 a.m. Like, come on. And her mom's like, no, that's not safe. I don't like it when you do that. And blah, blah, blah. You'll come with me. But then she's complaining about having to give her a ride. And it's just like soup's annoying and then they have breakfast and the the other daughter is introduced they give her some awkward dialogue but she does her best with it um and then i have the scene uh where mom gets to take uh britney to the mall and like get like flip out when britney doesn't want her to like drop her off right in front of her friends which is like so basic i get it it's offensive like i get it be the be that as it may it's normal and also like this reaction is so inappropriate mom I just wrote mom's an independent or an independent a codependent and she will see this again like she's so fucking like what are you embarrassed by me you love me it's like you're not a couple this isn't the other man or woman like what are you doing right now and it's weird because it seems like manifested in the actor, so actress. So you guys tell me what you think, but I'm going to play this clip right now. I hope you have everything. I can't go back home. I know I'm late again. Yes. I, I can't be late every single day. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, look, can you just drop me off at the back of the mall? Yeah. Okay, fine. Are we sufficiently far enough away from your friends? I'm meeting them right here. What is it? Is it... Is it the car you're embarrassed about? Is it me? Are you embarrassed about me? It's because Ashley drives a Mercedes. Emma! 
She drives a Mercedes? Yes, Mom, she drives a Mercedes, I told you that. It's like the one Kylie has. Look, it's not a big deal. A lot of kids in my school drive fancy cars. Mm, I get it. And you don't want to be the one with the boring mom who has the practical car, who's more logical and makes mortgage payments instead of car payments. Thanks for the ride. I'll see you later. Okay, wait, 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 wait! What? What time will you be home? I don't know. I'll call your dad. Will you pick up if I call? Sure, yeah. Don't do anything crazy even if those girls are doing something crazy. Yeah, okay, good, good. Bye. Okay, bye. I love- she sure got some attitude. She's got something. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> again, as I mentioned, it's just so bizarre the way that this mom j and this actress just sticks her foot, you know, in the ground and is just like, like, this is the hill I will die on. Like, are you ashamed of my car? And it's just, it's kind of a weird time to lose it, I guess, is my opinion. Especially considering that they just moved here. And this is, like, what, the second time that Brittany has hung out with these new friends. And it, it, you should maybe be aware that if you're moving to an area that is in Los Angeles this is going to be something that happens. Like, sorry, I, I, I don't know where you came from. They never established that. But don't be mad at your kid for having to deal with, like, the reality that you put her in. And this mom is acting like a jealous girlfriend. It's really uncomfortable the way she talks. You should see the film. You actually should see the film. But if you watch it, you'll see that the camera angle gets weird and it's almost like a POV. Like, like it's supposed to be, like, as if you're sitting where the camera is. She's talking to you directly. It's like really intense. And she's like looking down at you like really close, up close to her eyes. And she's like, are you ashamed? Or like that awful line. Is this, are we sufficiently far enough away from your friends? Like, I don't know why she said it like that, but it's very uncomfortable. And I'm not trying to talk shit about the actress. I, you know, I don't know what how much direction accounts for this and clearly the filming's like it was deliberate that they changed the filming style so I'm pretty confident that they forced this delivery um but even just the the writing it's ridiculous like this mom is very very codependent and has some unhealthy has an unhealthy lack of boundaries with her child slash children so anyway, um, that's upsetting. And then mom is super sorry, uh, later that she was so harsh when Brittany came home. Um, so basically Brittany comes home from the mall and, oh, sorry, there's like a really good slash weird fucking clip before that. Um, right. So, <laughs> sorry. So yeah, she's at the mall. I got ahead of myself, you guys. She's at the mall and she is hang. She meets with her friends and her friends, it's Ashley and some unnamed girls that are just like around. I think she names them, but like, it's so unimportant. So I did not write it down. Um, and 
she walks up as these girls are having like small talk and they're like, send us half for a million dollars. And then as she goes, wow, only a million. And then it's like, wow, smooth. Uh, anyway, and then Brittany walks up and she's like, hey, and Brittany's really cute and bubbly. And she seems like someone that would be really fun to hang out with. She's like kind of a Hayden Panettiere type chick. Um, and I mean, that is a complete compliment. I'm a fan. Um, but anyway, so she comes up and they're hanging out and the girls are nice. They're like, I love your shoes. And, um, she's wearing some like heel clogs with heels, I guess, like these brown cloggy things with heels. Um, I don't know what to call them guys. They're not a shoe doctor. Um, but she, uh, She's wearing the shoes and the mom is like spying on her really, really obviously spying because she's she goes down a parking aisle and then goes down another till she sees her daughter and the other girls. And then she parks like she stops. Uh, Fuck, guys, what are directions? She stops perpendicular to the way that you should be facing if you're going down the aisle of a parking lot, she's perpendicular to that. So she's blocking the entire aisle, just staring down these girls in a minivan. And Ashley's like, is that your mom? I think I saw that retro van at school. And Brittany like stays cool. And she's like, oh, no, that's not my mom. I, I took a ride chair here. Um, even though mom is crazy and like says ride chair is unsafe. Um, it, it's a good cover and they're like, oh, cool. Like, that's cool, I guess, which is cool. Like I should be, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, especially in LA. Like that would just, I assume is incredibly common. I mean, I know even here a lot, there's like Uber kids and stuff. It's not that weird. Um, so then yeah, the mom's spying and she's being like really cranky and annoying. Um, and then we see Brittany, uh, hanging out with the girls and bonding with Ashley some more and they're shopping. All the girls have bags. Um, and we hear some dialogue between Ashley and Brittany and Ashley's like, I haven't you bought anything. Like everything looks so good on you. And Brittany's like, Oh, nothing has really spoken to me. And Ashley's like, Oh, a lot spoke to me. And Brittany's like, yeah, no, <laughs> no kidding. And it's a cute exchange. Like it doesn't, I mean, it seems genuine to me. I find them to be believable as friends. And like I said, Ashley's not a jerk. She's actually very polite and kind. And, uh, you know, and she doesn't give Brittany more trouble about not buying things. She just, she probably, I'm sure on some level understands, but she's also kind of naive and she's asking Brittany like, Oh, where do you live? Calabasas? Like, go to casa? Like, where are, where's your home or whatever? I don't know. Fuck guys. I don't know places, but she's naming like expensive places. And, uh, Brittany, who lives in the valley in Balboa, Balboa Park. Yes. Uh, she's like, or is it like Balboa or Balboa Park? It's one of those guys. Um, and the girl, Ashley, is like, oh, I've never heard of it. It sounds pretty. And Brittany's like, oh, yeah, it is. And it's like, this seems like a genuine moment. Like, that's absolutely what would happen. You'd be like, oh, I hope we're talking about the same thing. But even if we're not, yeah, I'm going to play into this because I'm uncomfortable. So anyway, uh, we don't see it, but, or I don't think we see it, but Brittany ends up 
you know, hanging with the girls. And then she so she ends up getting picked up from Ashley's house again um, by her dad. And so he's we see her walking down, you know, through those big gates again. And then there's just like a weird she's excited and talking about how cool like the house is and stuff. But then there's just like a really weird exchange between the father and the daughter, which makes it's like. I don't know if at some point this was supposed to be a Christian-leaning film. I, I know that sounds insane considering what happens, but, like, they don't mention God ever, but these parents seem like... It's, like, very Seventh Heaven what these parents are, are you know, kind of modeling for their children and the things that they're asking their children about and, like, the way that they're phrasing how va- their values should be. And this is not a criticism for me. I'm just curious. Uh, but this is seems odd in the car, what the dad asks, and you'll hear it, and then I'll talk about it afterwards. But here is the weird dad clip, as I named it. So how was it? Did you have fun? <laughs> so much fun. Did you see that house they live in? No, you can't actually see it from the street. Is it big? It's not big, it's huge. I mean, they have beautiful furniture and an enormous kitchen. Oh my gosh, the pool. It overlooks all of Beverly Hills. Sounds really cool. It is. So, does a family that loves each other live there? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, her parents broke up a few years ago, but her mom seems to really love her. I mean, they go shopping, vacations, the spa all the time. Sounds like love to me. I mean, I never actually hear her mom say, I love you. No? I was learning about narcissism in school last year. I think Miss Anderson might actually be the first narcissist I've ever met. She's that bad, huh? I don't think she cares about anyone else but herself. Not even her daughter. But don't get me wrong, okay, she's a really nice person, and I think she really loves Ashley. She just doesn't show it like we do. Okay, so first of all, the question, does a family who loves each other live there? It's just very oddly phrased, especially considering the fact that, like, nothing. It was a program nothing. Like, it was just weird. Um, and, and, you know, she did a good job of not being, like, weird about it. She's like, I think so. But then it, she's she goes, within the same breath, she goes from, yeah, they do a lot of stuff together. And she definitely loves her daughter, too. But also, she's the first narcissist I've ever met, and, like, she doesn't actually care about anybody but herself. But, um, definitely, I'm sure she loves her daughter in her own way. Like, she just doesn't know how to show it. It's like, uh, honey, that's not love. Which I get is what they're going for, but just the whole conversation didn't make sense. She she started with one point and ended with a completely other point. The dad was kind of like, hmm, okay, sounds like love. Um, so that was disconcerting. But, um, anyway, after this, we have another, um, adventures with mom, the codependent moment. I didn't record it because like, it's so annoying. I'm not going to try and annoy you. Oh, look, the 
ceiling phone is going off again. Um, uh, but anyway, there's just like stupid conversation where um, Brittany says, you know, I'm sorry I asked you to drop me off far away, which is like not even something you should have to be sorry for. Like she can't have privacy. She can't have like who can I don't know. Like, you have to give your kids some autonomy. Even if it hurts your feelings, you need to understand. To a certain extent, it's not personal. Kids want to be independent. And you want them to learn to be independent. So you need to embrace that. You know, I know it's hard. So let it be hard. But say, hey, this is hard for me. You know, don't shame your child and, like, make her feel like she's a bad person. God. And she's like, do you even understand why I'm upset? And Brittany's like, not really. And the mom is just like giving her all this shit about like, do you even get that what my father, what my father, what your father and I do, all of it's for you. And Brittany's like, yeah, I get it. You know, it's like really kind. It seems undeserved, you know? Um, like there was one scene where she asked if she get a car for her birthday, but like it was kind of just a standard question. And then they laughed at her and they were like, oh, you're kidding. You can ride one of ours, which is like standard. Like that's what my life was like. Um, and then they were like, you don't know how expensive private school will be. And then she said, why does it have to be one or the other? So we know that they're like going out of their way to pay for private school. Again, don't know why they had to come to LA to do it, but um, who the fuck knows? Honestly, it's because that's where they're filming this, right? <laughs> I don't know. So that's where the bachelorette house is. <laughs> um, so it's frustrating, and this mom's whining again, like like this is the a boyfriend that's like moved on with life, kind of. This is the dynamic, even though it's her child. And so she forces the daughter to like apologize, and then she tells her that she like doesn't know how to take care of herself. And then Brittany's like, "Whoa, that's not fair!" Like I take care of myself. I'm just like, when? And she's like, you guys work all day. I take care of myself. I help take care of my sister. I do a lot of things. I take care of a lot of things. I do a good job. I get good grades, you know, like, like, go fuck mom. Like, give me a fucking break. You know, which is very relatable for everybody. I think even if it wasn't your mom, I think everybody has felt underappreciated or undervalued at some point by somebody in their life. Um, and they kind of end it there, like they truce it out or whatever, but it's still really ridiculous. The The daughter is just like, yeah, I'll, the mom's like, sorry, I said you weren't strong or whatever. And then the daughter's like, yeah, well, sorry, I hurt your feelings, I guess, like whatever, you know, it's just, it's a weird moment. Um, and then it's not going to get better. It's just going to get worse because, um, well, I'll play a clip, but it starts with, um, the mom, like after Brittany leaves the room, the mom is like, Oh, it's too harsh. And it's like, well, maybe you could say that to your daughter. Cause she's the one you've been being harsh to. Like, it's not like you're going to lose po like, God, you can be a parent and be vulnerable. It's okay. Actually kids appreciate that, you know? Um, I, I mean, that's my opinion again. Um, but then she's saying it to the dad and the dad's like, oh, she's going through stuff, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and then there's just this exchange where it's the next morning and it's Brittany's a little hostile, understandably, and her mom's like trying to butter her up. But then the dad just like forces her to stay home. Anyway, it's like, it's not fair, but it's what leads up to basically all the fucking crazy shit that happens in this movie. So here we go. I was way too harsh. <laughs> She's just figuring things out. Unfortunately, it won't happen overnight. It's hard being a parent. Mm. You're a good one. <laughs> Thank you. make you something. We have eggs and bacon and we, we have yogurt or well, we have cereal and <laughs> you know what I have? Hash browns. Your favorite. I'm gonna make you hash browns. Yeah, I'll just take coffee. Thanks. Coffee? Only adults drink coffee. You're a kid. I am an adult. Thank you. Could have fooled me. Here. Never mind. I just made it. It's fresh. Thanks. When did you start drinking coffee? Today. All the girls drink it. They do it so they can stay with their homework. <laughs> no, it, just be careful, because it will stain your teeth. So, Ashley's having a party tonight. Do you guys mind if I go? You don't have to pick me up, because Ashley's mom said I can spend the night. So, do these guys ever stop partying? No, not really. Uh, what's the party for? For school. You don't start school for a month. So, why not start early? So can I go? No, I think you've partied enough. I think it's time you spend some quality time with your family. In fact, I think tonight... We should have a movie night! Yeah! Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> totally, yeah! So you're really not gonna let me go to a party with my new friends? No, because you're gonna be here partying with your old family. <laughs> but Ashley's gonna think I'm a homebody. <laughs> Who cares? What's wrong with that? You guys don't understand! Ash, uh, is the party still on tonight? Yeah, I guess it is. What does that mean? It means I got into a fight with my mom, but what's new? Yeah, same here. Brittany? Hey, sorry, I, uh, I gotta go. I'll call you later? Uh, so, you later. hey, you know, Bye. I haven't seen you all week, and it's my day off, so we could do something. What are you gonna do, just hole up there all day? Okay, um, well, I, I just want you to know that I'm here for you, okay? If you want to talk about anything.
Okay, so, like, this is done in the worst way possible. If you're going to force her or, like, try to cajole her into spending the day time with you, at least let her go to a party. Like, I say this knowing what happens, but as a parent who supposedly doesn't know what's going to happen, because this isn't a movie, right? Imagine it's not a movie. Sorry, I just ate chocolate and, like, I'm, like, drooling. Um, didn't expect that to happen and I apologize. Um, <laughs> so I just think the mother, the father doing that, I get that he's like looking out for the mom. He feels for her, even though she's like already been the worst. And I get it. You don't want your daughter to run the show. You don't want her to be out every night, but given the circumstances, like be sensitive to the circumstances or make a compromise. Again, this isn't a parenting podcast, but it just drives me nuts. It's like, why can't you say yes to one thing and no to the other? You can't just no to everything and you have to do this and it's going to be fun. And they sell it like it's like so fun. They're like family movie night. Yay. And then she's just like, look at that. I'm like, are you crazy? Like you think I'm going to watch a movie with you people? What are you going to strap me down? I'm mad at you. Like, and honestly, totally, this has happened, had happened to me when I was growing up for sure. And it was like, okay, you can talk in your room if you want, but you're the mama. Anyway, I'm not saying I never fucked up. Of course I did. I just think there's, there's a variety of ways to handle of ways to handle things. And if I'm looking at it objectively, like I am this film, I'm thinking this mom doesn't know what she's doing. So any who's all right. So she's all pissy. She's going to hold up in there all day. It's like, yeah, of course she is. Cause she doesn't want to hang out with you because clearly you've, you've made it very clear that you don't care about what's important to her. And, and as a matter of fact, not only do you not care about it, but it directly threatens you. So why would your daughter want to open up to you, man? Hoy, hey. So anyway, then we switch to the cheesiest family movie night I've ever seen. It's so overdone. It's the two parents and Emma, the little girl. Um, they're just like, yay, movie night. What? Tomac. And the parents are making out and the daughter doesn't seem to mind. And they're like, well, maybe we should let Brittany choose Emma go ask Brittany like all these baby voice moments it's so incongruous it's like I don't understand where these people came from but anyway they're clearly different with one daughter than they are with the other um and Emma checks in with Brittany and Brittany's kind of like ah get away and she's like well I wanted to see what do you want to watch like rom-com drama blah 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 and Brittany's like I'm not gonna watch a movie I'm just gonna stay up here and go through my wardrobe and pick things for, you know, outfits for the new school year. And, um, you guys, I thought I lost a bottle of wine like a week ago and I just found it in my closet. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, it's good to have it, but is it bad that it's in here? I don't know. It's not open. Um, let me know. Is it bad? I have no idea. I'm kind of excited about it. But anyways, uh, needlessly getting off of a point, off point, um, 
whatever, Brittany says she's going to pick out her outfits for the year. But of course, that's not what she does. She sneaks out. And like, Brittany, here's what I have to say to the character of Brittany. Like, girl, same. I snuck out too. It wasn't to do anything nearly this nefarious. It certainly wasn't to drink. And like, if it had been, it'd be whatever. It would have been mild. Um, you know, I just wanted to hang out with my friends and my curfew was like fucking really early for no reason. Um, so when I was like a senior and only when I was a senior and I already had a boyfriend and stuff, but it really wasn't to see him cause he didn't live in my town. It was to hang out with my best friend and like that friend group. And we didn't do anything nefarious. Like all we really did was ride around and like get milkshakes from Jack in the box and, you know, I don't know, listen to music in the car and think we were cool when we weren't. Um, but we weren't. I mean, we were, we were cool, but we weren't like popular or whatever, but that's fine. I didn't need to be, but I, I totally snuck out. But here's the thing. I didn't, I would never have snuck out before my mother was asleep. Like I, if, if this mom is as controlling as we're supposed to believe that she is, as she has been as passionately codependently attached to this child, this teenager, there's no way she would ever think that her mother wouldn't come in and bug her at least three times that night about like, you know, coming down and hanging out and why aren't you hanging out and why do you hate us? And oh my God, do you not like love me and I'm going to kill myself because I'm a bad mom. Like she's just like so over the top. Of course she's going to check in. So it makes no sense that it takes them so long to find out. Like spoiler alert, obviously they're going to find out. But it's just so dumb. So anyway, she sneaks out her window and she's like being all careful and quiet. And it's like, it doesn't matter how quiet you are. Like the pillow disguise under your blankets is only going to work as long for the length of time it takes your mom to cross the room, dude. You're fucked. So anyway, like I said, yes, I did sneak out, but I did it when everybody was asleep and I came back before everybody got up. So like, it was very unlikely that I never got caught. Um, no one ever knew. I did tell my dad recently and he's like, what? Really? And I was like, yeah, but I didn't do anything bad. And he's like, all right. (laughs) I mean, not that he's going to do anything about it anyway. Um, but yeah, it's just a fact guys. It was before they got new windows. The windows were kind of janky, which was also why one of the reasons I had trouble sleeping in that room. So anyway, so yeah, Brittany's going to go to this party. Fuck family movie night. Also, the party's clearly later than family movie night. So like she could have done both again, which is my point. Again, I don't support her going to this party. I just think her parents, like they don't even know that there's danger involved. They're just saying no because they want to say no because they're threatened by the daughter having other friends or the mom is. That's the wrong reason to say no. If they had suspected that the party was inappropriate, sure, that would be reason enough. And that's why my parents always said no to things is because they were terrified that there was like drugs and sex everywhere. But at least they had that reason. They weren't like, what are you ashamed of me? You love me? Like, God, are you kidding me? Ugh. Anyway, um, so good Lord, where am I? Um, ugh, God. Okay. So we're going to, ha- we're going to do a clip here. Um, once Brittany sneaks out, she takes a ride share like this. They call it ride share. Like that's totally normal. That doesn't sound weird at all. Cause people would say that, but then earlier they have to do like, I already forgot what it was like chatter face or chatterly or whatever chatter schmatter count. 
that they had to, they couldn't just say social media. It's just, it's just so funny what they choose to make a dumb name for and what they are smooth about. Um, and then this clip is of the party, um, basically Brittany getting there, Jackie, who's already wasted on whatever, who knows, alcohol and whatever else is like, Hey, um, and she's introducing, you'll hear it, but she's introducing Brittany to all these guys that she's like, you'll, you'll walk the halls with them next year. So presumably all high schoolers. Um, and then these guys, the guys who saved quote unquote, saved that guy in the pool that had whatever his issue was, um, drowning or passing out. I have no idea. Like, again, that was a weird scene. The, they're like, Ooh, the guys that saved the guy are here. They're hot. Um, and I just want to say like the one whose name is, um, I think it's Alex Travis. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Alex Travis, whatever his name's Travis. I wrote the pedo most of the time. Cause he's fucking awful. Like you'll hear what he says and we'll talk about it. Um, but he looks so much like this guy that like was sort of my roommate, not my, like in my room roommate, but like a roommate in an apartment, a three bedroom apartment that I shared with my friend, Matt Ryan. Well, I moved in and he had already lived there. And then the third roommate moved out. And so brief, well, actually for like a year, we had two roommates. One was Italian one was French and they were like not exchange students. They were adults. They were working, but they were there on a work visa and like they ended up sharing the room. They worked for like Panasonic, I think, or something like that. Something nearby. This is when I lived in San Jose near Campbell. And this guy looks so much like the Italian guy who also was sort of aggressively trying to hit on me and then got really mad at me when I didn't want to date him. So I sort of identified with this, but also I didn't get like, it wasn't like this bad. Um, so yeah, but it's an uncomfortable moment, a lot of uncomfortable moments. So suffice it to say, it's a juicy clip. I already told you most of what happens, but I want you to hear it. So here we go. Oh my God, she's here. Hey, Brittany. Hi, I'm so glad you made it. Oh, yeah, I almost did it. I want you to meet two very handsome fellas. This is little Marco and Stevie. You're nice gonna be walking the halls with them very soon. <laughs> You're right, Jackie, she is pretty. Hi! Hey, you look so cute. Oh, sweetie. Oh All right, well, come out back. It's where the real party's at now. <laughs> Guys, guess who just showed up? Who? Those two cute boys who saved Tommy from the pool the other day? Oh my gosh, they were so cute. I know. <laughs> Where are they? Are they like on their way here? They're over there, but they're walking over, so like play it cool. Hi. Remember me? Yeah, you seem to save Tommy, right? Yeah. yeah, you ran out pretty fast. I didn't get a chance to talk to you very much. Yeah, sorry, I had to go. But I'm spending the night tonight, so there's no rush. I find you very attractive. <laughs> you do? Come on. I have a question for you. Okay. How old are you? What difference does it make how old I am? I mean, I'm only 15. Okay, so, 
So you're probably a lot older than me, like a statutory rape older than me. Well, I feel like it depends a lot more how you feel, really. I mean, yes, but no, because it's kind of like what the court feels, and I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't care about what the court thinks. That might be a problem with them. I care about you. Hey. Hey. What? I just, I don't know. Don't you think we should, like, stop that? No. No, that... That looks like love. That's <laughs> definitely not love, Mom. How would you know what love is? Because I've seen you fail at it a bunch of times, and it looks a lot like that. Yay! <laughs> that was a fun one! Why didn't we see that in the theaters? You told Mom it was too much money to go to the movies? Yeah, it's so mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's been kind of quiet upstairs. Do you think we should check on her? Oh, I'm sure she's been on her phone and her computer the whole time. Oh. Emma, will you go check on your sister for us? Of course, Mom. Thank you. What did you do? I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> You're going to clear it up. She's exhausted from using her thumbs on social media all night. Mm. I don't know how you girls deal with all the peer pressure today. It's gonna be painful. You're telling me. No social media for you. Okay, let's let's get up. Let's go. I got you. Okay. Um, yeah, we got some more annoying family. <laughs> you just you needed to hear how annoying they were, right? What do you see? He like, he like spilled like two pieces of popcorn. <laughs> Sorry, it's just like over the top. Um, right. So again, I don't care what the court thinks. What, sir? No one cares what you think, person that looks like the guy that creeped me out that lived in my apartment. The way that he's like trying to reason his way out of the fact that statutory rape is a motherfucking thing. And she just said the word statutory unbelievable even more unbelievable that she decides to leave to hang out with him and then leave with him it's just like girl he's not even hot like he's not even hot and even if he were hot like he's like gross like what huh he just spelled it out for you that he wants to rape you like i'm not she does not deserve to be raped that is not what i'm saying but like just you know I just don't understand why, what, what it is that is keeping her from seeing what, what's going to happen or that has made her interested in him. I just don't get it. Maybe it, it is just the peer pressure. And maybe, you know, it's his stupid ass manipulation because it's toxic masculinity. I don't know you guys. I'm just frustrated. I'm really frustrated, but obviously not blaming her. Would never blame the victim. Um, Thankfully, she does not get raped, but there is absolutely the next scene that's going to play um, before this uh, part one episode ends, and you guys have to wait for part two. Sorry for next week, but I promise it'll be worth it. Um, but the last clip I'm going to play is, is what I call the 
uh, attempted rape scene. <laughs> it's just f- or clip. It's fucking awful. Um, and it, it's uh, yeah, some crazy shit happens right after. So there's a cliffhanger here. Let's just say this when they get back in the car, it leads to some fatalities because these people are not sober. But like I said, Brittany leaves with this awful Travis person and another guy, Dylan, and, um, sorry, I forgot her name, Sasha. So Travis, Dylan, Sasha, and Brittany leave. Um, and Brittany says goodbye to Ashley and she's like, definitely tipsy and she's being like all like cool girl she's like oh my god don't drink too much oh my god you should come with us and now she's like well i shouldn't leave my own party and she's not drunk you know she's like don't drink too much and she leaves um with this guy who said i don't care what the court thinks i only care about you which is disgusting because he is definitely too old for her like legally speaking so she leaves with the pedo and the people and then um, shit. What is this? Oh, can they say, oh, there's a party in Malibu. They're going to take him to a party in Malibu where there's stars. Sorry, I didn't, I got really confused by my notes. I wrote party lure in Malibu. Um, and then the parents, you know, of course discover that she's gone because they're obviously going to check on their daughter because no real life human parents especially ones that are portrayed this way in, in a Lifetime movie or in any movie, are going to just, like, not check in. Like, at least not my parents, you guys. So, um, yeah. That's just, duh. So they check in, see she's not there, and they're like, fuck, we got to find her. And so, of course, the first thing is, like, well, let's go to where the party is. And we know the party's at Ashley's house, and the dad has dropped off and picked up from Ashley's house more than once. So that is where the scene picks up. And after that, there will be some cliffhangers, but I will talk to you all next week. Thank you, my beautiful, wonderful patrons. You are the best. I'm doing this for you. This is exclusively for you only. This is not going on the main feed. You're the best. Okay, here's the next clip, and I will talk to you all next week. Me again, sorry. Forgot to mention, when this clip is taking place, they are up in the Hollywood Hills, presumably lost on the way to this party because they're all wasted, Um, or at least the driver, Dylan, is wasted. Um, And so when you hear him say at the end, I found it, it's he figured out where they're supposed to go, like using his GPS on his phone. So they're up on this overlook type place, and that's why it's sort of like, oh, we're going to fuck, like... That's why it comes up. So, anyway, without further ado, here we go. (laughs) I know. Wow. So that's Beverly Hills. pretty cute huh? oh yeah what do you think I don't know <laughs> so you gonna go all the way all the way yeah like have sex I, I don't know well I'm gonna have sex with Dylan 
I even brought condoms just in case. Oh. Do you have any? No, no, I don't. Did it, was I supposed to bring them? I didn't. Come on. I, was, I didn't even think of it. You can't have sex with a guy like Travis without them. Do you know how many girls he's hooked up with? No. You know, I thought going to second base would be pretty far. Uh, yeah. Just don't do anything you don't want to do, okay? You don't have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, so, Travis, I need to talk to you. Okay, what about? Uh, I think it's time you take me back to Ashley's. Wait, what? What happened? I just... I don't feel comfortable. I mean, I mean, did something, something happen? Like... No. Did I do something wrong? No, no, you did nothing wrong. You're great. It's just that uh, I think we're moving a bit fast is all. I, I get that you're a little nervous, but... It's okay if it's your first time. Like, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I'm actually glad that it's your first. I just don't think I'm ready, okay? I feel like we have something between us that I've never felt before. You're really special to me. I'm just not comfortable, okay? Like, you're so cute. And you're, you're so, so pretty and adorable. Can you please just listen to me? I'm trying to be serious with you. All right, fine, tell me what's wrong. Okay. We've been having a great night tonight. Can you take me back to Ashley's? No, I can't, okay? No, you can't or no, you won't. Why are you being yeah, like Guys, this? I found it. Come on. Awesome, we'll be right there, man. Cool. Don't be like this, okay? Come on, find like a couch or a bedroom or something. It'll be romantic. It'll be romantic. I'm so sure it'll be romantic. I don't know if any of you watched the film, um, but, you know, it's this classic part. It's halfway through the movie and like everything's going to go to shit now. So the first thing that's starting to go really awry is this huge creep that, again, I think I said reminds me of a former roommate of mine that was fairly aggressive. Um, you know, he's doing everything he can to mansplain, coerce her and make her think that, you know, this is what she wants and that she's special and that he gives a shit. It's it's classic manipulation spelled out really. And it, it does happen. This is exactly what happens to young people um, with other people who know how to take advantage of those who are inexperienced or naive or want to be liked. You know, she's thankfully, she's really, really smart and good at self-advocating and she says no. And then, I mean, I guess it's not thankfully because the guy's fucking drunk, but the guy's like, oh, I figured out where the party is. Um, so they get back in the car. And they, oh, and apparently the guy, the character that is the driver is, I believe it was in the trivia, the, in real life, he is the son of the main actress, the mom. The So that's interesting. Um, so yes, we, after that clip, they get back in the car and I don't have the clip of this because it's just a bunch of car crash sounds. But as you imagine, he's drunk, he's he's driving crazy. Um, little thing I want to mention, and you will hear one of these examples at the end of this clip. I don't know if it's bad writing or directing or acting or just all of the above, because I don't know how this happened. But there are two instances almost in a row in which the two female teenage leads call somebody by the complete wrong name. For instance... Brittany is in the car. I will play it, but Brittany's in the car. Oh, wait, I think the car crash is in this scene, but you won't like uh, 
see any it whatever <laughs> sorry you guys I'm disorganized I got my COVID shot uh, my first COVID vaccine which I'm really excited about but it's making me like it's just throwing me off again even though I'm not even back on so forgive me if I seem a little jumbled um I promise I'm <laughs> I'm in it with you I really want to get through this movie it's such a good one so what I noticed was that Brittany calls the 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 creepo by the wrong name um the pedo as i as i wrote and in the back of the car and no one says anything because she's like hey stop but she says the wrong name and then at the end of this clip you'll hear um ashley say to britney's parents who show up at the party demanding to know where britney is because she snuck out ashley goes to her parents hey i saw ashley leave with two two guys and a girl and that and they're like thank you ashley it's like what don't you know that that's your character's name why did you say it didn't it occur to you didn't it occur to the director like anyone was it in the script because i feel like it's just it's just an indicator that this is a quick production i guess i'm not trying to be like oh i could do it better it's just it was kind of blatant um i don't make movies so i, I don't think i could do it better i just noticed it and um so yes so the parents have discovered she's gone we heard about what's going on she's in danger you're gonna hear the crash i believe and then basically the parents uh find in the next clip the parents find what's at the crash scene and then it goes into jackie being wasted as fuck and getting arrested so i'm going to play the rest of this clip which features kind of um the middle of that fallout and you'll hear Brittany say the wrong name. So here we go. They're in the car. And then it switches back and forth to the party. So. Do you remember where the house is? It's around one of these bends. Okay, so that was example one. She called him Dylan. His name's not Dylan. Dylan is the guy driving. Um, and, and I'm going to unpause. Here we go. Just stop. What? <laughs> Do you know where this is? Do you want me to drive? <laughs> You're funny. Watch out. Yo, I can drive, but no hands. Ah! Okay, so before we play more, um, I want to really introduce some context here. So the the very first thing you heard were Brittany's parents trying to find uh, um Ashley's house and they're kind of like you know only the dad is driven there and you can't see it from the road um and then what you heard of course when I chimed in was um Brittany saying the not wrong name as 
the pedophile guy, kid is pawing at her but before they crash in a head-on collision because the driver, Dylan, is wasted. Um, and then it switches over to, we're back at the party and Brittany's parents have found it. So they're here. They're here to crack some skulls, man. They want to know, where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? And she's not there, of course. Um, so we see Ashley is disgusted with her mother. She's just like, what the fuck are you doing? What is this party? And then the parents come in um, and confront her. Like, where the fuck is my daughter? And she's like, you're not, what? Like, she does a good job of being really out of it um, and incredulous. I, I actually think this actor is very talented. Um, I mean, she's, it's a horrible character, but she does a really good job. So let's hear that great conference. Well, do you know Brittany? Ashley, no. Do you know Ashley or Brittany? Do you... Thank you. Oh. Jackie? Jackie? Jackie! Huh? I'm Jackie. What? <laughs> what is all this? I'm... What do you mean? This is a party. Who are you? What's going on? Have you seen my daughter? No. I don't know. My daughter, Brittany, she goes to school with Ashley. Your daughter, Ashley? I do have a daughter, Ashley. Um, no. Um, maybe I can help you out. Um, hold on. Does anybody know Brittany? Nobody knows Brittany. Did you actually buy all this alcohol for the kids? Hmm. No, I did not. I did not buy all the alcohol. I bought some of it, though. What is wrong with you? If anything happens to my daughter, I'm gonna hold you personally responsible. You're like a police officer. Alright guys. Um hi baby. They're looking for somebody. Can you help me? I know. Hey, Mrs. Thompson. Um, I just saw Ashley not too long ago, but she left with two boys and a girl. She said she was going to another party. Another party? Yeah. Do you know where it's at? No. Uh she just said it was somewhere close by. Okay, so there you heard Jackie's great drunk performance, which I thought it's not easy to act drunk, and she did a good job because she really could not get words out, but she was trying, and she and like she was in that she seems like she was in that drunk state of mind of like, well, okay, yeah, I am putting things together. No, I can have this guy. I do have a daughter. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm following. <laughs> That's totally real. Sorry, I'm unwrapping batteries. I shouldn't do that while I'm recording. Um, but I need a light. So here we are. The parents are pissed. They realize what's been going on, this party house. We heard Ashley tell the parents that Ashley went off with two other people, three other people. So again, there's another big glaring mistake that I just felt like I needed to point out. Um, and then the search begins. Okay, so Brittany is not okay. 
this crash killed everybody except Brittany. But what happens is the parents go out to search for her. They actually find the crash scene. Nobody else has discovered it yet. They look around. It's very like gruesome. You don't see dead bodies, but it's just suggestively gruesome because one car. Well, you do see the face of the man that hit. They hit, and then one the, the their car, the car Brittany was in. Everybody's it's overturned, and Brittany was thrown. So she's the only one that didn't die because she was thrown through through windshield and landed somewhere that must have been soft enough. Um, so she's obviously badly hurt, unconscious. They get her to the hospital. Um, and then she goes into surgery. I do have another clip here of Jackie, like fucking losing it. Um, and I just wrote Brittany's okay, but, but not okay. Like she's alive, but she's in really rough shape. Um, and Jackie gets arrested and she's like freaking out. This is not my fault. How dare you blame me? Like, I have nothing to do with this. And now the chart we find out the charges are going to be like homicide or or whatever, um, and, or so manslaughter. I'm I'm not totally sure. I can't remember the exact term, but involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. And we're gonna hear her freak out, and then her bail hearing, and then she makes bail, and you hear how she's like not taking anything seriously because ba- bail is a hundred thousand dollars, but she can obviously afford that. So we're gonna find that clip. Yeah, we read you your rights. You want me to read them to you again? No, I don't want you to read them to me again. I right. have to speak to my Let's go. You'll have plenty of time to talk to the judge in the morning. What are you looking at? Let's go. I want to talk to your Yes, you do. You're going in here. No, I don't. Let's go. Please, I, Let's hold her. I'm not going in the cell. Yes, you are. I'm not going in the cell. Let's go. Come I'm on. not going in Calm the down. cell. Calm down. Please. Let's go. Please. Please. Please don't leave me in here. Why do I have to sit here? Please. Talk to the judge in the morning about your bail hearing. No, don't leave. Please. This has been a huge misunderstanding. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> So that's Jackie getting arrested, freaking out. And that's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Um, then we switch over to Brittany being in surgery. Um, Jackie's locked up. Like I said, I think I'm just repeating myself now, Jackie. Uh, Brittany, like, they're like, can we see Brittany, the parents? And they say, sure, you can see her. She's conscious. And you and you imagine the parents are thinking, oh, good, we can see her. Like, it's Brittany. But of course, they get in the room and she's got tubes everywhere. Her eyes are closed. She's got, you know, full neck cast head cast like she's in severe danger like still and it's really alarming um as it should be they do a good job making it extreme instead of a lot of movies where it's like someone had a heart attack and the next day they're like walking around eating a cheeseburger which doesn't happen by the way um especially if they have to have surgery but this it's well portrayed you know it's really fucked it's it's really fucked um and the next clip is uh jackie's bail hearing where she's there and she gets, you obviously can't see it because it's audio, but Jackie's in there looking smug as fuck, like such a bitch. And it's unclear to me whether she knows that there have been deaths at this point. I think she's learning that as the, as the judge, it's kind of up for your interpretation because they don't tell us, but 
it seems it almost seems like at first she's not even aware of how serious it is and then she learns but then she quickly brushes it off like well that's sad but it, it wasn't my fault and then she sees um Brittany's parents specifically Brittany's mother in in the courtroom and she's just like you bitch so, so of course it's all Brittany's mom's fault right <laughs> for telling on her I guess like whatever she broke the law it doesn't matter what Brittany's mom says but if people like this you know they have to blame someone and she's got money so she's gonna get out because of her money um so yeah here we go mrs anderson please stand yes you are charged with furnishing alcoholic beverages to persons under 21 and involuntary manslaughter your warrant states that in violation of state code 3323 and state code 1653, subject did provide alcohol to persons under the age of 21 at a party, after which four teenagers left the party and were involved in a fatal automobile accident. Three of them died and the fourth is in critical condition. Do you understand the charges against you today? I understand the charges, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you understand that the involuntary manslaughter charge is a very serious felony? Yes, I'm quite aware that involuntary manslaughter is serious. I'm not an idiot. If found guilty, you could serve from one to 10 years for each of the victims. Understood, but that is not gonna happen. I am confident that I will be not guilty. But because your criminal record is clear, I will consider granting you bail today. However, the court has been informed that a parent of one of the victims would like to address the court concerning the matter of bond. Would the witness please stand up and state your name? Oh, yes, Your Honor, that's me. I'm Caroline Thompson. Our daughter, Brittany, is the only survivor of last night's car accident. Um, I wanted to address the court regarding Ms. Anderson's bail. You may proceed, Mrs. Thompson. I realize, Your Honor, that her charges are not violent ones, that she didn't have a gun as a weapon, but I'm very concerned that if you let her go, she's just gonna go right back to serving minors alcohol and drugs. I object. I, ob I uh, Your Honor, please, I object to this. This woman does not know me and she doesn't know my daughter. I don't know what's wrong with her. She has had something against me for a while, apparently. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. Look at her. She looks like she shops at an outlet mall. Mrs. Come Anderson, on. you cannot object to a witness's request for a denial of bail. In fact, you cannot interrupt the witness at all. And if you do so again, I will hold you in contempt of court. Okay, so she's like, bitch, shut up. You know, you're lucky you're rich because there's not a whole lot I can do. And, you know, you don't have a prior history for some reason, but shut up. Like, seriously, shut the fuck up. You're a terrible human, right? This judge is like, I can't do what I want to do. And I really side with Brittany's mom, but, you know, the law is the law. And then instead of being, you know, contrite as she should be, Jackie's like, she doesn't think it comes to me. And it, it's just juvenile and fucked up, as as is everything with Jackie, right? Um, I lost my window that I need. Here you are, window. Okay. Sorry for the back-to-back -back clippage here, but right after um, Jackie makes bail and doesn't take it seriously, she returns home. Um, bail set at 100000 I think you only have to pay 10% or something like that of your bail, but... 
either way, we can see that Jackie has money from her former marriage and it's been alluded to that she like took advantage of and like fucked up the dad's life and everything. So the next clip is it's just another example of how heinous Jackie is and like she, she's such a narcissist and should never have had a child. It's pretty upsetting. Um, it's I don't believe it's very long. Let's see how long is this clip? Um, yeah, it's a little long, but I think it includes another part. So yeah, it includes some hospital stuff. So we're just gonna play the fight between Jackie and Ashley when they get home and Ashley kind of just gives her mother like a what for like seriously dude you know here we go have you done anything since I've been in jail Ashley are you serious? Really? <laughs> Do you even understand what I've been through because of the mess that you created? I'm sorry, what you, I just spent the night in jail, Ashley. The mess that I created? Yeah. Ashley, th these are your friends. These are, these are your friends. They came over to my house to get drunk. They're teenagers. You're the parent. You're the one that was buying all the alcohol. Did you ever think that this could happen? Did I ever occur to you? No, Ash, it didn't. It didn't. I assumed that your friend's parents would know if their children weren't responsible young adults and they wouldn't let them come over to the house. Oh my god, are you serious? Wow, you still don't get it. What are you doing, Mom? You're going to jail! No, I'm not. I'm not going to jail, Ashley. My attorneys are going to get me off. You'll see. I'm going to be okay. I promise you. Okay? Three kids died. My friends. Okay, and Brittany got thrown from a car. She could have died too. I know. But I will not let this destroy me, Ashley. I didn't let your father destroy me, and I'm not going to let this destroy me either. Do you even have any remorse? For those kids and their families, what they're going through? <sighs> of course I do. Of course I do, Ashley, but there's nothing I can do about it, babe. They're dead. <laughs> wow. I'm done. Wow, what? You're done what? What, Ashley? <laughs> I thought you were so awesome, Mom. You know, I thought you were the cool mom, the party mom, but you know what? No. You're the self-centered mom. Ashley! No, you know what? No! You're not even a mom at all! These last 16 years, when I needed you to be a parent, to take care of me, you left me to take care of myself! You're not a mom at all! And you know what? You make me sick. I don't even want to look at you anymore. I'm going to live with dad, and that's it. No, you're not going to live with your dad. Ashley, that is the stupidest thing you have ever said! You don't even mean that, baby! Ashley! Ashley, you can't leave me! Okay, I mean, I don't even need to really say a lot. Ashley really said it all. But yeah, complete narcissist. She's got the memes. This, I won't let it destroy me. I didn't let your father destroy me. You know, it's the world is out to get her. She's never done anything wrong, blah, blah, blah. Narcissism, she's like Trump. Okay, we got it. 
Um, Ashley's going to move out, which is a good plan. Probably should have done that a lot sooner, especially considering what happens next. Um, but before we get there, uh, we, we go back to seeing Brittany in hospital, in the hospital. Um, she's like, I love you so much, Bob. I'm so sorry. And it's, I mean, I would be this way too if I had just almost died, but it's, it's cheesy. Um, you know, she's like, it's like a big family apology. And then Ashley visits Brittany and apologizes and says she's moving. Um, Ashley has nothing to apologize for. She didn't do anything wrong. If anything, she tried to keep Brittany from going. Um, but it's really, it really shows that she's a good person that she came by and, and showed remorse when even her own fucking mom couldn't. And it's her mom's fault. Her mom hooked Brittany up with those guys. She was like, she like pushed her into their arms as the second she came into the party. Like, of course that was coercion. And she's a 16 year old girl. This is, it's just crazy. Awful. Um, so yeah, we'll hear the rest of that clip. Um, I think we're going to, yeah, because what happens is the, the clip is going to be the dad in the hospital and then leaving because he's really, really upset um, because the trial happens and Jackie's actually found not guilty because they couldn't prove the purchase of alcohol somehow, I guess. So it's like they know she did it, but there's no receipt, kind of. So she's guilty, but not guilt. Like, it's technicality. So she's in OJ, I guess. Like, she definitely the movie, but clearly she did it. So anyway, um, here is the clip. of. So what happens next is, like, the dad's like, this can't, this is not okay. Like, I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to go confront her. I'm going to go do something. And and Brittany's mom was like, no, don't do anything. And then, of course, he doesn't listen. And that's a setup for the whole other situation here. So here we go. Entire jury not clearly see. How irresponsible that woman is. She's a complete menace to society. She doesn't care about anyone but herself. Yeah, it's her money. The lawyers made a mockery of the system. To no doubt, she bought the alcohol. If she hadn't bought it, those kids would still be alive. I've never hated anybody like I hate her. Vigilante justice, I mean, it, I, I get it now. I see why people go off. I need to go over there and I need to tell her exactly how I feel, Caroline. No. Why? She needs to know that we I think that she's a murderer. I think we should stay way clear. Why? Her. What is going to happen? I, I, I don't know. I don't trust her. No. I have to let her know how I no, feel. No, okay? Gary, what don't. Nothing good me? is going to come if you go over there. No. It's fine. Okay? You stay here and watch Brittany, okay? I'm just going to talk to her. It's going to be fine. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so this is an obvious red herring they're sticking in um, here. 
it's like, don't go over there. Something might happen. Don't go. And I kind of feel like the writers didn't even, or the director didn't even have, this wasn't written in. He's just like, no, I just argue a little bit. Be like, no, don't go. Like, no. Because it seems like the mom, the wife, whatever, does the actress does not know what to say. So she's like, like, you should, um, no, like, I don't know. Like, no, like, don't go. Like, she's just sort of repeating herself and doesn't know what else to say. That's just my impression. Um, but I think they do a pretty good job. I, I don't love these parents. The dad's a little much for me and the mom kind of drives me crazy, but they play it well, like concerned parents. They care about their daughter. They're, they're good parents. They're just kind of irritating. So immediately after the dad leaves with his intention to talk to Jackie, which is like, what would be the point of that? But he's angry. Um, all we see, we see him leave and then we, uh, we split to another screen and we see a car drive up to Jackie's house in the dark and a person that looks like a man or somebody that identifies as a man gets out with, you know, all black ski mask, goes in the house, searches around and is kind of skulking and watching Ashley who's packing to leave. And as she comes downstairs, she sees him and she screams and he goes, Ashley, this is for Travis. And he shoots like a shoulder. Dylan shoots again. Sasha shoots again. And Brittany. And then that's the kill shot in the middle of the chest. That's the red herring that he says Brittany last. So it's supposed to be like, oh, of course it's Brittany's dad. Spoiler, it's not Brittany's dad. Um, but then this guy is a doofus. He murders this girl who was completely innocent, like kill the mom. But they say later, oh, they think he, <laughs> actually they say it like 400 times. They think he went there to kill Jackie, but found Ashley. It's like, duh. And then they say it so many i don't know whatever it's just it's not the best dialogue um this doofus loses his gun becomes mr magoo he can't find it in the dark he's like oh my gun, my gun!" and then another car pulls up and of course it's it, this is britney's dad the not murderer and he doesn't see mr magoo but he shows up gets in sees ashley and goes oh my god and goes to call 911. and then of course they come and see him and arrest him because if he's there with her he must have killed her which I believe might happen, but I feel like all you have to say is I found her like this and they, they can arrest you, but they, you still have a right to defend yourself. But, um, then there's, yeah, so this is fucked. Ashley's dead. You guys, like, this is awful. There's no point of this, but it's what happens. It's pretty hardcore for a lifetime. Ashley is dead. And Jackie, meanwhile, is out celebrating with her quote friends, her awful friends, for getting you know for not going to jail um and this is the clip of jackie getting the or her assistant coming up to her and being like hey something really bad happened and she's like oh, yeah, i'll just stay here and drink and then she finds out so here we go I'm so glad that we are here tonight and celebrating. And honestly, I I couldn't have done it without you guys. I appreciate you so much. And thank you so much for supporting me and loving me. And I am with all of you. And I am not sitting in a jail cell. It means everything in the world to me. And you stayed with me through this. And I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much. Cheers, everybody. This is such a celebration. Yay! Cheers. <laughs> Okay, no worries. Why don't you just have a seat and I will finish this drink and we'll head out, okay? There's a problem at your house. We have to leave now. Okay, that does not sound good. Um, you guys enjoy yourself. I will be back later. Jackie, put down your drink. I have your phone. We need to leave. We're leaving now. Excuse me. Um, 
drinks. Get as much as you want. It's on me. Um, I will call you later. You're being very harsh. I don't appreciate you. That's very embarrassing. I don't just... What's happening? What, what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Tell me what, what is... I'm sorry, what is happening? What? Ma'am, please. What is that? What am I on my way? Is this my daughter? seems to be an intruder. My baby! Oh my god! We have a man in custody. A man by the name of Gary Thompson. Does that name ring a bell with you, ma'am? That is Brittany's father. Oh my god! Okay, like obviously they're setting it up so it's like, of course he did it! And it's frustrating. We all know he didn't do it. It makes sense that, that Jackie would believe he did. I mean, those parents d generally do want her dead. <laughs> of course, they're not the type of people to kill, but that it it makes sense. And so she's like, ah, it was him. And so she's, you know, freaking out. Meanwhile, the dad calls the mom. Um, and he's like, I got arrested for this and everything. And She's like, oh, my God, what happened? I told you not to go there. He's like, it's okay. It'll be fine. I didn't do anything. Don't worry. Um, just go home. And so she goes home. And then the next clip, the dad's getting let out because they find the gun. And it's, you know, not his. It doesn't have his fingerprints or anything on it. And they, at some point, figure out that it was the other girl, Sasha's father, who it's like, why did he say Brittany's name last when it was for Sasha? And also, why did he kill Ashley? Why would you kill another child when your child died? Like, that's just heinous. Like, I, and we never hear about it again. He just did it. Oh, anyway, and then they say 400 times. Like, I think they meant, he meant to get Jackie, but he only killed Ashley. But he says her name. So he knew he was killing Ashley. So anyway, this next part is the dad let it, getting let out. Um, but meanwhile, Jackie's still under the impression that he's guilty. So she goes over to Brittany's house and um, tries to kill Brittany's mom. So here we go. They couldn't just accept the decision. It was a jury. It was it was a jury that was made up of trash, just like them. I mean, it was their peers. It wasn't ours, and they still couldn't accept it. It doesn't make sense. Why would Gary kill Ashley? Ashley and Brittany were friends. Are you stupid? Sorry, I just want to say that was the worst delivery. It doesn't make sense. This like straight faced man sitting in the corner. They were friends. Why would she do that? Also, he's never been invested in any of this before. So it makes her response even better. She's like, are you stupid? It's just great. Anyway, here we go. This is Jackie talking with her friends before because she doesn't know that, you know, that the dad's get being let out. She doesn't know any of the, the truth. He did not come here to kill Ashley. He came here to kill me. He took something precious from me. And I am going to take something precious from him. You mark my words. Jackie, please calm down. Calm down. You want me to calm down? My daughter is dead. 
My daughter is dead and you want me to calm down? Get out of my house! Just go! You're not helping! You're not helping! Leave! What a performance. Sorry, guys. I forgot that clip existed. <laughs> so that's Jackie freaking out. Um, and then after, it's the dad getting out. So um, dad lets mom know, I didn't do it. I'm out of jail. It was another dad. I'm coming home. Stay put. Meanwhile, Jackie's determined to kill somebody. Um, she doesn't go to the hospital, though, to kill Brittany, which is interesting. Um, so after that clip of her just losing it, that's, the you know, the pretty much the precursor to her going over and whipping out a gun and trying to shoot Brittany's mother in the head. Um, and that is, that is our, I believe our final clip, if not our penultimate clip. So forgive me. I recorded these clips a while ago and then what happened? God damn it. So, okay, here we go. Gary Thompson, you're free to go. I'm sorry, what? Time to go. You're taking up space. Really? What happened? Well, we found the weapon at the house, and we traced it back to the father of the girl who was killed in the accident. Wow, really? Yeah, obviously he wasn't happy about the decision either. We think he went down there to kill Miss Anderson, and then ended up killing Ashley instead. It's terrible. Sorry about the inconvenience, but I'm sure you understand. Yeah, I do. I, you know, I wish I could have got there earlier. Maybe I could have saved her. You might have been killed. You should be happy you're alive. We have some paperwork for you to sign. Gary? Hey, let me out, babe. I'm coming home. Oh, God. That's so good. What happened? It was Sasha's father. The police think he went there to kill Jackie, but shot Ashley instead. Oh, God, that's awful. Two more lives destroyed by all this. Yeah, I know. All right, I love you. I'll see you soon. I love you. I love you. Drive safely. I will. know how much I love you. Oh, I have to whistle, Bob. Uh, Emma, I want you to go upstairs and lock the door. Go now. She's okay. Yeah? Yeah. And she's alive, right? Yeah. 
she's alive. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You're the one who let them drink at your house, right? And then they went off and drove. Yes, I think you're guilty. You're blaming me for this? Yeah, because they could have gotten alcohol somewhere else. It's your fault. Do you also think that it's my fault that your husband murdered my daughter? Jackie. What? He didn't kill her. Yes, he did. No. The police arrested him. Jackie, I think if you just maybe sober up a little bit, Okay? Then you can see the truth. Your husband murdered my daughter. He did not. And now I am going to take something from him. Oh my god! Oh my god! Let go of the gun. Oh, let go of the gun, Caroline. Let go of the gun! No! What is wrong with you Valley people? What is wrong with you? Why did you have to come to Beverly Hills? Your daughter doesn't belong in Beverly Hills. She belongs here in the valley with the losers that are here. All of this is because of you. All of this is because of your daughter. Do you understand me? Why did you come? Why did you, why didn't you stay with me? This is all because of you. No. Get my house. No. Attack my wife. Get No. You killed my daughter. I. But I will kill you. Don't she dead? Don't shoot her. Don't put the gun down. We'll make sure you go to prison for life. Okay. I'm sorry. That was long. Um, and also, like I said, they told us that the father probably went there to kill Jackie, but killed Ashley instead like four times. Did you notice that? They do that a lot in these movies. Um, and the other thing, too, is why didn't the mom just play along? Like, she should have sent, like, red flags, dude. This woman clearly thinks your husband killed her daughter. Why'd you even open the door? You know, she's crazy. So many people have died. Just assume that the the person you hate on your doorstep that you are at war with assume that they might want to kill you like i would i wouldn't open the door and then when they're fighting she's like just calm down and sober up it's like don't tell her to calm down and sober up just say he's out of jail he'll be here soon he didn't kill your daughter i know who did i'll take you to it like <laughs> jesus i mean he's in court now he's in jail now go over there there's so many other things she could have said and i i know not everybody responds the same way but like <laughs> i think it's just bad writing so, and it's in order, it's just in order to make the, the scene go on longer, but it's like frustrating, but at least the dad comes in and he's like, I will kill you. But then he doesn't. It's like, oh, they're the better people. And it wraps up pretty quickly after that. Brittany's all better and like, apparently not traumatized. She's fine. And then Jackie is in jail, rotting away forever. We just kind of see another clip of them, like locking her away and they zoom out from what looks like a haunted house jail cell not a real jail cell and she's just like hey somebody help me 
no because she's in jail for attempted murder i don't know she's in there for life but that's the implication so you guys party mom she was a nightmare but it was a good movie um Martin, it's up now. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for being loyal for listening.